everyone. Welcome to Hubbub, the podcast for British Hills. I'm Becca. And I'm Emma. We're teachers here at British Hills, and this podcast is to let you know all about what's happening here at BH and what our teachers get up to when we're not in class. In each episode, we'll be talking about a different topic, from apples to zoology and everything in between. This podcast is for you. So if you have any questions or if there is anything you want us to talk about in future episodes, please let us know. You can contact us at our website, enjoybritishhills.com forward slash hubbub podcast. That's H-U-B-B-U-B podcast. Or on Instagram at British Hills Japan. It's a fun way for you to practice your English. And who knows, you might even learn something new. Onwards with the show. So, for this episode, Becca and I have been looking at festivals and events, and、mm. in particular, some very strange and unusual festivals that、uh, maybe you haven't come across before. Yeah, a little bit peculiar, I would say. I think so. <laughs> okay, but first, we need the answer to the last riddle. The answer is. Vowels! So, A E I O U. Oh. Did you、I、get that,、see. Becca?、Um, it was difficult. It was difficult this week. But yeah. yeah a tennis court. So, the words a tennis court, they all contain the vowels.、Mm, I see. Yeah, it's a bit of a play on words there. So, definitely difficult. Fun fact all words contain at least one vowel. Maybe you didn't know that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every word contains at least. One spoken vowel, and about almost every other word contains one written vowel. Can you give us an example of one that doesn't?、Hmm. I think the word fly, what birds do. <laughs> <laughs> like the verb or action to fly, okay.、Uh, Is an example. It's an example. It's a very short,、uh, very short word, only three letters. However, it does contain the spoken vowel, I. But it's spelled with a Y. Oh. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. It is. <laughs> good、uh, English tip there for you. It is. And listeners, you might be confused of whose voice is this. Well, good news. We are joined by our fellow teacher, Josh.、Uh, hi, Becca. Hi, Emma. Thanks for having me.、Uh, I'm really excited to be here today. I look forward to having an interesting discussion about what you've got planned. Thank you. Yeah, we're very excited to have you. Okay, so we're going to start by talking about some festivals from our home countries. So tell us, Josh, what country are you from? So, just like you, Emma, I'm from the UK, and I'm really glad you asked me here today for this topic because recently I've been researching、uh, the Guisachan、uh, gathering.、Hmm. Okay, what's that? So, basically,、um, golden retriever lovers from around the world they gather. In Guisachan, Scotland. It's in the northern、uh, area of Scotland. So, this was actually the birthplace where this dog itself, this breed of dog, Golden Retriever, was uh, founded uh, in 1868. Three years ago, in 2018, it was the 150th anniversary of the Golden Retriever, and we had a record breaking turnout of 368 dogs all in one field. Oh my god, an actual dream! <laughs> That sounds terrifying. No、me. way, this is amazing. So, yes,、um, people from all over the world, from as far as Australia, America, 
yes, overseas as well to Guisachan, and they would all meet on the same day, and they would try and gather as many dogs as possible to set a world record. Okay, so what happens at the festival, Josh? So yes, I didn't explain that. There's a lot of um, there's a dog show. Uh, there's a lot of frolicking and other various frivolous activities taking place, dancing, eating. Uh, it's really just a, an opportunity for a photo shoot. Okay, wait. So 2018, five years. So the next one will be 2023? Yes, okay, you hit the sweet. nail right on the head. I am booking my ticket and going to Scotland. <laughs> Even if I don't have a golden retriever, I'm going to go there. Okay. Thanks, Josh. That was actually an amazing festival. So, yes, that was just a brief history and summary of a festival in Scotland. Uh, recently, I've heard about a festival in Wales. It's called the World Bog Snorkeling Festival. Emma, could you tell me something about this? Uh, I do know a little bit about this one. Okay, so this is, it's a, it's a race. So it's kind of like a swimming race. But the contestants, they swim through like a muddy trench in a field a bog oh, wow a bog yeah <laughs> what fun <laughs> <laughs> really crazy sport uh i don't know why anybody would want to do this hey don't hate don't hate <laughs> you too could be a bog snorkeling champion one day <laughs> so i mean i think it started as a, a bet so a bar oh. bet so in the 1970s so maybe people have had a little bit of a little bit of beer, a bit yeah. too much to drink. Yeah. <laughs> and they developed this uh, this race, which has become a world phenomenon. <laughs> no, it's taking the world by storm. It Maybe is. 2028 Olympics. Who knows? Who Maybe. Knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but it, it looks pretty fun. People get Some people get dressed up in crazy costumes and, yeah, swim through a, a muddy bog. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, neat. So that was one from Scotland and then Wales. How about England, Emma? Are there any like interesting ones from England? Okay, so there's one crazy event that I know of from England. Lay it on me. <laughs> that is the annual cheese rolling competition. That sounds fascinating. <laughs> Tell me more. So in the southwest of England, in a place called Gloucester, which is where we get Gloucester cheese from, Okay. there's a, there's a small village and each year... They have a competition where they take a big wheel of cheese and they roll it down a hill and all the villagers, they chase after the cheese. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. It but... is ridiculous. Um, but it's a huge event. Um, I think they get people competing from all over the world now. It's a really big deal. I mean, it does sound entertaining. It's entertaining. It's also very dangerous. A lot of people get injured every year. It's a steep hill, I believe. <laughs> it is very steep. Um, and people often fall down the hill, uh, maybe goodness. break a few bones. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but it's a huge competition, and there's a huge sense of pride for the winner. Mm -hmm. so, so wait, what's the purpose? Is it like you race the cheese or you catch the cheese? So Why are we running down the hill with the cheese? Originally, you're supposed to catch the cheese, mm. but because the hill's so steep and the cheese goes so fast, <laughs> it's really difficult to catch. So <laughs> now it's just a race to the bottom. <laughs> oh, do they eat the cheese at the bottom or they're just discarded? What happens uh, I to don't the, think the they eat the cheese. It's all battered and bruised. Mm. Um, but it's been going on for a long time. So the event's been happening since the 15th century. Oh, wow. That's so it's, yeah, very long. Long, long tradition. Okay, and that is everything I know about cheese rolling. <laughs> Apart from the fact that uh, a couple of years ago, I believe the winner 
was from Canada. <laughs> nice. Speaking of Canada, since we've already discussed festivals from around the UK and Becca here is from Canada, maybe Indeed. she has something uh, regarding Canadian festivals. Ah, good point, Josh. Okay, well, Becca, what can you tell us about Canadian festivals? I am so glad you asked that, Josh. I feel like I'm going to start with the really wacky one. <laughs> um, it's not really a festival. It's more of like an event. It is the annual International Hair Freezing Contest. Hair freezing. Yes, contest. hair freezing. Okay, please tell us more. Yes, so, how was the hair frozen? Was it blocks of ice or? Um, so it actually takes place at uh, Tahini Hot Springs in the Yukon. So you dip your head underwater in the hot springs and then you come up for air. It needs to be below negative 20 degrees. And so your hair will automatically start freezing. Like, I mean everything, hair on your head, your eyebrows, your eyelashes, everything begins to freeze eventually. While it's freezing, you move the hair to create like a weird design, kind of. And then the contest is judged, crazy. All winners will win $2,000. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, that is a substantial amount of cash. It is for just freezing your hair in a weird way. What if your hair's very short or freshly shaven? Well, then I guess you should have thought about that before you entered the contest, huh? If anything, you would grow it out long and luscious. So one of my favorite things about the contest, actually, is that the sponsors donate to the local food bank. That's a nice thing to do. Yes, I really enjoy that fact. Um, food banks, though, obviously makes me think of food. So think about food. One of my favorite kind of carnivals, not really festivals, but carnivals, is the Canadian National Exhibition, um, commonly known as the X. Let's go to the X. Um, so it's an annual carnival held in Toronto at the end of summer. And it's just like a big thing. You always know something to look forward to at the end of summer is getting to go to the X. There's lots of carnival rides and carnival games, you know, like your classic Ferris wheels and fun houses. Um, we have like bring the, throw the ring on the bottle, those type of games. Best part about it though, is there's a food building where lots of food trucks come and you can try all different types of dishes. One thing, that a lot of the food trucks do is they try to get really creative and adventurous with their food. So it's like a really fun time to just go and try all of the like weird dishes. Some examples is like from 2019, there was like a frozen cookie dough spaghetti. Would that you eat that Josh? Delicious. Frozen cookie dough spaghetti. Mm. Probably not. Oh. No. <laughs> I'd try it. <laughs> How about, would you try maple bacon churro pops? Make Maple bacon chewer pops. So it's like a sugary donut mm. wrapped around maple bacon on a popsicle. Oh. So that's why it's a pop. Churro I think pop. probably would swerve that one, I think. What? Yeah. That was the one I was most excited for. That okay. would be top of my list. That was the top of my <laughs> list. Becca, yeah, that all sounds well and dandy, but could you just tell me a little bit more about the history of this uh, X Festival? It sounds quite interesting. When did it begin uh yeah sure so the x was actually started in 1879 it's very old it started as the toronto industrial exhibition it was a large showcase 
since its creation it, throughout the years, it's kind of transformed more into like this carnival fair style. It is one of the largest in North America, um, and it really reflects the diversity of Toronto. So it's a great place to go to. Well, that sounds really interesting, Becca. If I ever have a transfer or layover in the wider Toronto area, I'll make sure to stop by. I'm sure there's some delightful food for me to try there. Hopefully you'll be there, you know, when it's there. When will it be there again? So it's typically the last two weeks of August. Oh, wow, it's two weeks? I thought it was a a one-day event. No, no, not the X. The X is like a two-week extravaganza. One day is just not enough for (laughs) the X. Come one, come all. (laughs) Experience the fun. Well, that's all we have time for in today's episode. Oh, I know. (laughs) So today we just looked at festivals from our home countries. But of course, there are many festivals and events, strange events, all over the world. Of course. (laughs) Um, So like even like Japan is the land of festivals. I swear they have so many um, for all seasons, just like a bunch of different occasions. Some of them are kind of crazy. Um... I know one of them is like the Naked Man Festival. I've heard of that. I, I want to go to that one. Yeah, that sounds it <laughs> sounds so interesting. I definitely <laughs> want to go. But yeah, so listeners, especially ones in Japan, like please let us know. Like what are some festivals, local festivals, or just really well-known festivals? We want to hear. Okay, so we want to say a big thank you to Josh for joining us today. But before he leaves us, he is going to give us our riddle. Take it away, Josh. <laughs> Riddle me this, riddle me that. What dog has no tail? Okay, thank you for that riddle, Josh. So, listeners, please let us know. Do you know the answer? But also, Josh, just thank you so much for being here. It was great having you with us. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me, Emma, Becca. It was really nice to be here. I learned a lot about festivals in Canada and my own country, the UK, which I had no idea about. So thank you very much. If you'd like me back in the future, please let me know. We certainly will. Okay, so today we briefly mentioned some of the things you can get up to in Canada. But in the next episode, in honour of Canada Day, we are going to be joined by all of our Canadian teachers. Woo! I cannot wait. That is going to get wild. (laughs) We love to hear feedback. Any questions, comments, or concerns are welcomed. Also suggestions. Can't forget suggestions. You can contact us at our website, enjoybritishhills.com forward slash hubbub podcast. That's H-U-B-B-U-B podcast. Or on Instagram at British Hills Japan. Also on the website, if you're listening to Practice English, you can find a transcript of each episode. But if you're not here for that reason, don't worry, just forget the last few seconds. All in all, thank you so much for listening. See you in a bit. Until next time, The The Hubbub Podcast. Podcast.